I, I, I love the whole, I love when Troy jumps in and be like, stop with the shiny object. It's like, do one thing, test it and just stay with it. If it works for you, great. But don't like start adding all these tools that maybe, you know, there's a learning process. It's a whole sure. adapting thing. So if we start moving things around to a new platform every month, we're not going to be able to implement anything. Welcome to the WP Elevation Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Miladoni, and I'm excited because you're about to meet an elevator. Why is that so exciting? Well, over the years as the marketing manager, I've been getting lots of emails asking what's life like after implementing the blueprint? Is it something that can really dramatically change my life? Well, you're in luck because we're going to meet elevators who have actually walked the walk. They're action takers. They're people who have implemented the learning and followed the process and trusted that it's all going to be okay. Now, you do need to put in the work in order to get the results. But the people you're going to meet in this series are the ones that have taken action and gone through the, the struggles, the ups and downs of an entrepreneur, and now at the other end, living life and enjoying where they have come and how far they have come. Now, it's hard to share what the community is like, but hopefully you can get a bit of a feel of it through the stories that the elevators share. Unfortunately, the community, you need to be a member of it to kind of get that firsthand feeling. But the community is definitely something in the WP Elevation Blueprint that is really unique and special and is kind of the, the people that you can lean to when times get tough. And through some of these stories, you'll hear that people do lean on the community when they need that extra support or that extra motivation. So without further ado, let's go meet one of the elevators. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of, of, of coaches and mentors and we have hundreds and by the time you're listening to this, probably thousands of members all over the world. But it still really is something that I'm very passionate about. And, and of course, if you join WP Elevation, we make revenue and we make profit. So it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it. And partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is. So what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers. So if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast, all one word, you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast. Hi, Jennifer, and welcome to the WP Elevation Business Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. So excited to be here. Excellent. Excellent. We love meeting our wonderful community and sharing the success stories. So share with our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, of course. So um, I own a company called Candelita here in New York City. Here's, that's where I live. Um, and I focus on branding, web design and online strategy. I also do all the pieces of design for some clients, but the broad, you know, the broad spec of services would be branding, web design and online marketing. Excellent, excellent. And so what was life like for you before discovering the WP Elevation Blueprint? So one of the main things was just being isolated. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we tend to be very, let's say, you know, protective of our own processes and services. And just joining on a community that is so open and helpful has been great because also by sharing my own, you know, experiments and findings, um, I know that 
you know, there's so many conversations happening and things that we all wonder. And it doesn't matter which stage of your business you are. Um, there's always going to be things that someone else can come in with fresh eyes and just see it for you. And I think the process is in place. I was trying to put all these processes in place by myself, but it's so much easier when you can just go in and, you know, see these processes, adapt them to your business and the way you approach, you know, working with your clients and how your projects are built. Um, that also made me just realize how important it is. And it has been very, very helpful, you know, taking them, adapting them, testing them, um, sort of like tweaking them as I go and making them more um, that they fit my own company. Yeah, that's that's a very valid point that, you know, sometimes there might be a bit of a checklist or a blueprint or a, a process flow, but it needs to work with, you know, local boundaries, local laws or local customers if you have a particular niche. Um, so it is definitely important to tweak it and make it make your own. I want to I want to go a little bit deeper into that isolation. So how were you working before? Uh, are you working from home, co-working spaces? What's your like work environment like? Yeah, so I do have a mix. Um, I do have a home office and I am part of a co-working space. So I sort of like divide my day, um, spending mornings in my co-working space, doing what I call laptop work, which is more like catching up with my clients. Anything that doesn't require me to have, you know, my desktop computer in front of me and designing. So um, in the mornings, I would just go into the co-working space early in the morning, get like a good three to four hours of just this type of work, catching up. Um, I do have a remote team that it's growing. So also like catching up with them, giving them what they need from me, reviewing what we have worked on. And then, you know, go home, have lunch, hit the gym, uh, because that's been something important for me, getting structure also in my day so I can just, you know, be healthier and take more care of myself, not only of my business. And that's when once I come back home is my desktop time. Um, that's when I'm just going to go deep into design and things that I know that, I'm going to do better, <laughs> a bigger screen and in a different setup. Yeah. Um, so that's how I divide my day. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And, and is that how you were working before? Like, or is that something that you've kind of created recently? So it's something that I've been tweaking and testing. Um, I have a good friend of mine who wants to share this whole idea of an ideal day and mm. how um, basically just think, think of your ideal day. And it's not going to be perfect, you know, the next day. You sort of like tweak it and you work towards that. And that's something that I've always wanted to work on because, you know, it's so easy to just wake up, jump to the computer, forget to eat or do anything and just like work throughout like hours and hours and then just go to bed and keep going the next day. So for me, it was really important to get a routine. Um, so, you know, so you could actually have that work-life balance that we all want to have. And sort of like making it in a way that will work for me. And I know that, you know, cooking at home and eating at home and just getting exercise and getting out there and like having time for like meeting clients or going to events was really important for me as well. So I wanted to sort of like tweak it in a way that it would work. Um, so it's something that I've been working for at least like three years. Um, I did have a studio office before that I shared with a friend of mine. So I would just spend the whole day there. But now with a co-working space, it's just this mix. Um, and I realized also that, um, identifying your most productive times, mm. you know, those really valuable times for me was really important. And so the mornings for me are great for the sort of like laptop work, as I call it, you know, just maybe um, creating a strategy plan, like sort of like coming up with some campaigns or anything for my business, but also for my clients. And I am very precious right now of um, carving time to work on my business, which is so hard. And we tend to put our client work in front of us all the time. But if you want to scale up and grow your business, that's something that we have to do. So for me, identifying those times when I'm more, most productive um, is when I realize that 
for me, the lunch break is just going to be getting out way of the computer, getting some exercise done, and just like maybe catching up with a client or so. And then sort of like come back to work and giving me giving myself like those couple of hours of just doing something else and even my mind sort of like yeah. shut it down and just focusing something else uh, made me realize that I can put less hours a day mm. and get more done, which love has it. been really great. Yeah. Love it, love it. I think you make a good point as well. A lot of people manage their time and you said something really important, but you got to know when you work best. And it's, almost, you know, I, I remember coming across this principle is like you, you just, you need to manage your energy just as much. So if you know that you're a morning person, then do the big important tasks then. But if you're a night owl, you can move things around. Um, and, you know, working from home, you know, you could sneak in cooking and cleaning and, and, and life admin <laughs> um, in amongst that. And you can use that as a bit of a rest um, from, your, from your work or a pattern interrupt. Um, so I, I, I love the fact that you, you've kind of got yourself in a space where you're managing your time and knowing when you work best on certain tasks. And I love how you've given yourself like laptop, you know, laptop time, desktop time. It's clear you're, you get in the zone. Uh, so, so I love that. And, and so as you went through the journey of exploring the elevation, um, the WP elevation blueprint, what, what, what were some of the ideas that were kind of like your aha moments that you knew that you had to kind of implement really quickly and you just got it? Um, well, the main part, of course, the proposal, how it's structure, how to make it work. Um, I used to be one of those people who would spend days writing a proposal, which now I realize that as much love as you put as as much research, you don't have to spend so much time into it and qualify my leads better. Yeah. Um, I think that process of, I know we all sort of like think of, we want to qualify the people that come to us and just know who we're going to jump into the phone with. But I wasn't very good at following through. So I was still getting on the phone, still writing on these proposals and they were not ideal projects or I was not mm-hmm. the ideal person for them. Um, so I think just really having that step-by-step and going through it and the anti-follow-up, which is like, it's something that I didn't know. <laughs> yes. Um, instead of being that annoying, being like, hi, did you read it? Hey. Um, so that's been something also that has changed and I'm still tweaking it. I'm still changing it depending on the projects that come through. Um, but I think it's that premise of being off service to your clients, which is something that even though that we know it's so hard to implement because you're on the go all the time. So I think just setting up these processes, I know, I know what comes after, what are you going to do, how to like tackle any sort of like question the client might have, or if they go silent, how to just like break that silence without being that nagging, annoying salesperson. Um, I think that was the most opening one for me the, definitely yeah. the follow-up process like for well, as we call it the anti-follow-up and just really being more mindful of the people that I'm gonna put in my calendar or just like talk to them and be very open of saying no which <laughs> I know it's so hard um, if someone comes your way right now I, I kind of like get a feeling with the um, inquiry form who might be a the good fit for me as a company and if I'm good, a good fit for them. So being open and saying no, which I've, I used to be so bad at it, you know, you would just be like, of course I'll do that. And then it would, you know, I would end up with projects that were not the, the good fit. Things would get delayed and you start getting into this mindset of just like, Oh, this project is so annoying. I know. And then it's snowballing. It is. <laughs> Feeling just gets worse and worse. And you see the email coming through and you're like, oh no, I don't even want to do this. Um, but I think it was all on me, just like not being able to qualify them the right way and saying no when I knew that it was not the right fit for me. It wasn't the right fit for them. So that's been really, really amazing. And it has worked a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. I get a good feeling that you've got clarity now. Um, take the listeners through how long that process is because a lot of people think that clarity happens overnight. Do you feel that it's a long journey and, and has it been something that you've had to get clearer and clearer as the years have gone by? I think it's something that we all have as a work in progress Um, because you're going to discover things that maybe with one client, this is one surprise thing that you might do, this extra email, this extra touch point, um, or this extra thing that you put in a proposal that you know that it's going to put you first in whoever they're talking to and it's going to show them that you are the right option for them. So I wouldn't say that I'm like completely clear right now. I am way ahead than when I was before starting the blueprint. But what I love is just like approaching it as a work in progress. Um, business evolves, my business is evolving. Um, my offerings and my packagings are also like getting more refined and the way that I work with clients. So the same way this is happening, how from that first touch point that they come to me and be like, hey, raise their hands and be like, I'm interested in, in learning how it would be to work with you. It's it's been a constant documentation of things like what has worked or maybe even identifying things that might be taking too long, how I can just maybe make it easier for the client or easy even for me mm. um, to get them on board faster. Yeah. I, I love that. Cause it's like, it's the principle of always be the student. So when you feel like you've mastered something, it's like, okay, well now what can I learn? You know, and Troy and the team here and everyone is definitely on that. Um, you know, to always kind of just sharpen the saw, keep learning, um, improve the skill uh, and teach others as well what you've learned. And and um. and that's very valuable. Like the always being a student, I think that no matter which level you are at, even if you're an agency with, with an office and a big staff or you're a solopreneur or you're someone with a remote team, there's always something you can learn from someone else. And that's something that I love from the community. Like I don't, I don't see how we just go into the community and be like, oh, I'm bigger or like I have better, bigger clients or my offerings are different. We are all different, but I feel that there's always something that you can learn and implement in your own business, no matter what the other, other elevators levels at or your own. I love that. I love just like seeing like all the conversations happening and, and even like being like, oh, I have a question too. And I never tackled it. I put it on the to-do list. I forgot mm. about it. Kept going with business. Um, so when these things come up in the group, I just love to see how these are things that no matter the level you are, you can always implement. You can always make them better for your own business. And it's just this, this being open and vulnerable to saying, hey, I don't know. Can you guys, mm. do, you, do any of you, of you have run into this issue? Does anyone know what could I do at this level? And I think that has been really key for me as well. Yeah, it's a it's very great um, that you're talking about the community because it's one of those elements in our program that's very hard to give that experience. Like you need to be in it to kind of understand what it's like. And as much as we we always talk about how powerful the community is, it's it's one of those things that you can't kind of try before you buy or you can't show people in without being in there because you kind of basically need to go all in with it. Share share a story where the community has kind of helped you move your business forward. Um, things like, for instance, like trying for a new niche or for my new market, right. And be like, I want to try this new market. I don't know how to get into it. Like, um, and just like having a sounding board of just like, how did you guys do it? Has any one of you sort of like tried a new market? Were the things that work Were things that didn't, um, or even having like maybe a client who's asking some questions or like, they're not, they're not as predictable as we wanted to be in a phone call or when you're presenting a proposal, like things that you're like, oh, I ran into these sort of like 
little issue that is getting me stuck how can I get through it and I love how you just like post on it and it's gonna be people just like throwing their experience at you which I love it like I feel like we don't hold ourselves back uh, we talk shop, we talk about prices, we talk about structures, teams, and anything, and we post whatever it's, it's helpful for the community. Because I feel like the powerful thing of this is that we are all helping each other just build better businesses, and we're all helping. It's kind of like this idea of like if we're, if we're really good at what we do and how we educate our clients and how to show them that working with us is great, and they're not going to get burned or we're not going to be those sleazy like freelancers or web people that really don't deliver. If we can all like be at the same level and be at service, I think that we are all benefiting each other. We're all going to be able to raise our prices. We're all going to be able to get those amazing projects and we're all going to be able to get into those markets that we always wanted to. Yeah. So I think it's just a mix of that. It, it's true. And I always um, am very humble when and, 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 and proud of the community when people share personal things that are going on in their personal life and they yeah. they feel that this is a safe place for them to share that. And I see it often where people are like, I haven't even shared this with my family, but you and my family, my business family and um, friends and, and, and so forth. And, and that's always great that this is a place where people can feel safe and they can explore areas that they might be normally holding into their own dialogue, which is kind of, you know, a bit scary. So I love the fact that um, it's sometimes talking business, but sometimes talking real personal challenges. And, um, you know, it's amazing how many people, you know, we may have saved from going back to work or things like that because they had the ability to vent and go, oh, other people felt the same. It's not just me. Yeah. And also like, you know, even if you have the most um, supportive partner, if you have the most supportive group of friends, um, I feel that there's going to be, it's a different approach when you can just bring these questions to the group because we're all sort of like building. I feel like we all have the same vision in my mind, some ways or forms or shapes, but we want the same things and we're trying to get there at the same time. Um, So for instance, most of my friends all work for startups and they have these amazing positions and, And for me, just like talk to them about maybe things that I, that I face, it wouldn't be a conversation that they would be able to like offer the help that I know that they want to give me, but it wouldn't yeah. be the same type of conversation as well as they would like, you know, talk to me about things with coworkers. I'll be like, I don't know, I'm unemployable completely. So I have <laughs> no idea how you will tackle that. Um, so being very, I think vulnerability is one thing. Like I find it that in the group, the more you are aware of saying, I don't know at all, and I'm opening to just mm. listening to suggestions and even asking things and be like, what do you guys think of this? And maybe we're going to be like, no, don't go that way. I did it. You're like, oh, great. Okay, yeah. perfect. Now I have someone that I can talk to yeah. and they can relate to what I'm going through. Yeah. Um, so I find like that is just, it's so precious. It's really, really precious for me. Yeah, I love that. love that. So when you're going through the blueprint, because I know that our WordPress community loves shiny tools and objects and plugins. What was your favorite part of the blueprint that you could just like download and plug in and solve a problem? Um, well, they inquire form that it's ready for you. Just plug and play. Um, I'm just getting, you know, we all now use gravity forms and just learning how it is this tool that you can do so much more with it. Um, and just even having those like email templates that we all work with and just, if you have a system, just plug and play. If you only use Gmail, just, you know, add them as templates. Just, I feel like every single piece of it could work in any platform that you may have. So you might yeah. have all these very, like, sophisticated tools. It will work. But if you still like to do things, like, in a more manual way, it still works. It's not going to be any different. It's not like, oh, I don't have this tool that I have to put the investment in. Because as I said, like, there's 
people with any old sort of level. So there's going to be people who like maybe right now investing in a very sophisticated tool wouldn't benefit the business, would actually put them in a place that it wouldn't be so good for them. So I, I, I love the whole, I love when Troy jumps in and be like, stop with the shiny object. Just like do one thing, test it and just stay with it. If it works for you, great. But don't like start adding all these tools that maybe, you know, there's a learning process. It's a whole adapting thing. So if we start moving things around to a new platform every month, we're not going to be able to implement anything. And I find it that the, you know, this idea that Troy or Troy and, and the rest of the mentors and all of you guys at WP Elevation, you want us to finish the blueprint. Uh. You want us to go through it. You want us to see the process in place, how we can implement it. And I find it that not too many communities or courses out there or like masterminds, whatever the name you give it. Um, it's kind of like when you go to a place and you get all this information in, but then you cannot even find the time to implement it. You can't even find the time to actually adapt it and just make it work. So I find it that the fact that you guys are so supportive and actually pushing us in the nicest ways ever, which is what we all need, and be like, just go get it done. Just implement yeah. it. Um, it's been a game changer as well. Because I, I have a, a folder here, my desktop, with a, a bunch of like templates and PDFs that I've been collecting for years. And I never implemented them because I couldn't see a way of how they would fit in my business or they didn't even feel like part of what I want to build. So I think it's a mix of that, of just like being able to take those templates or you know things that you can plug and play but also get it done like just go and play with it implement it see if it works and if it doesn't that's fine you have a base to start with and then you start tweaking to make it work for your own business yeah absolutely absolutely and 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 i think you know as you mentioned troy's famous kind of things just hit the publish button you know the more you publish you know you just got to put the form online and if someone has troubles with it they'll let you know and then you fix it and 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 if you then want to put an extra field you can do that later you're never going to get it perfect so something published is better than you know not publishing it at all right waiting for it to be perfect I think it's just like do not look for perfection. Mm. And I've talked to Troy many times. I've been like just like hit publish, which I'm I'm still trying to get better at it. I'm not as good as I would like it to be. I would like to be more just like hit publish, put it out there. It doesn't matter. If it's broken, then someone's gonna let you know. Like I feel like that's also part of being just a business owner and like say, saying, you know, this might work, this might not, but I just need to try it. Yeah. And I love that whole thing of just do not look for perfection. Just yeah. hit the publish button yeah. and do it. Once you do it, you realize how easy it was, how much time you saved without like just making it so precious and so perfect. And it might work. Maybe you don't need anything else yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we probably need to get t-shirts that says, I survived hitting the publish button. <laughs> I know. I, I'm still getting better at it. I'm not as good yeah, as yeah. I would like to. But yeah, I love that whole thing of just put it out there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and I'm the same. I, I don't know if many people know, but I was a student of the WP Elevation program and kind of worked my way into the office <laughs> full time. And um, hitting the publish button was one of those big aha moments for me. And uh, the more I started publishing, the easier it became. And you kind of get out and you're like, oh, I'm still alive. I, you know, nothing. Definitely. The world didn't end, you know, so it, it's definitely a great, a great tip. And, and we've kind of iterated to that. We don't even hit the publish button. We just do it live. And by the time you finish, it's published. <laughs> That's the next level. That's, yeah, a, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's heaps of videos. You can see us doing this, you know, wpelevation.com slash YouTube, heaps of live videos. And our weekly Silence is Golden show is an example of that, where we just go live. We can make mistakes. Troy lost it one day and had to walk out of the room. 
we can't edit that out, you know? <laughs> so. And that's something that is really inspiring. Just when you see, you know, I know Troy started WP Elevation, but now it's like, it's, it's bigger than Troy, which it I is, think it yeah. was in his vision, right? Yeah. But when you see him experimenting and doing all these things and he goes and do all these lives and or just like, I'm going to experiment with this. And when you see someone who's running a community doing these things, like yeah. really saying, hey, I don't have it all figured out. Or maybe I figured out this part before the next stage of my business or my life or whatever I'm building. I need to keep experimenting to see. So when you see those things happening, it's just really, it's just really inspiring to be like, oh, I love it. I love that, you know, he can just say, I'm going to try this new thing. If it works, whatever, nothing yeah. happened. You know, I it's, tried it and then that's it. It's raw and the real deal, you know, and, know. and community <laughs> feedback is how we've iter- iter- iterated to where we are today. Do you want to see more of this, less of this? Should we keep doing this? So um, having those feedback loops, uh, which is a lean startup, um, part of the lean startup mythology is really, really important f- for us. And you should see what's coming down the track. It's pretty exciting. Some of the oh, stuff awesome. we're rolling out for the new, the new portal. I can't say too much, <laughs> but um, yeah, we've got lots of stuff coming out. And there's something that I, I'm glad you brought that up too. Um, it's amazing how you guys keep like changing things and offering things and, you know, right now I'm going through like the rerun of the blueprint because why not? Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. did it already. and we're having these weekly calls with other elevators who went th- who've been going through it. And we just have this conversation and be like, you know what? The first time that we went through it, I didn't even implement it. I just forgot about it. And now that we're just going in, re-watching the videos and getting the conversations again, it's something that maybe now I have the time and actually implement it and just talk to other fellow elevators who tried it and they can just give me their feedback. So I feel like it's not that type of community that you're like, oh, I saw the content, I'm done. Like, that's not going to change. It's not evolving. I feel that you guys put a lot of work and and just try to ma- evolve it. I just just make it work for either YouTube, the blueprint a couple of years ago at the beginning, you took it like two months ago. There's always going to be something new that you can come back. And that's something that you don't find in many communities. Correct. Yeah, and, and I agree. And that's, that's um, you know, that's the reason we're always listening. And if a plugin's outdated, we're replacing it. We're updating the content. We're improving the checklists. Um, we're changing with the time. There's new tools now, the new page builders. So there's a lot of refreshing going on behind the scenes and um you know existing elevators get get lifetime access so they get all the up, you know the kind of updates and like what you said you can redo the blueprint with the new intake and stuff so it's like watching a movie sometimes you watch a movie like i don't remember that scene at all like was right. that the other you know, watched it last night because your mind wandered off for that you know 30 seconds so it's definitely really important to always revisit and be that continual student jennifer it's been absolutely amazing chatting to you Share with, our, share with our listeners who your ideal client is and how they can get in contact with you. Definitely. So um, my ideal client is going to be women uh, business owners, independent business owners, or you know, influencers that are trying to build their um, brands online. Um, so yeah, they, they may be been around for a couple of years, three years, and they know that they need the help to step up their game. They know the importance of you know, getting help, getting support, so they can just focus on growing their businesses. So that's, that's the, the women that I work with. Excellent. And how can I get in contact with you? Um, just go to candelita.is um, and just you, you'll find out more about it over there. Just, you know, send me an email. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, the show notes will have the links and you can get the show notes at wpelevation.com slash podcast. Look for Jennifer's episode. And uh, it definitely seems like you're in the sweet spot. And if you're an elevator, you know exactly what that is because your ideal yeah. client is very clear. So well done <laughs> that. And it's, 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 you know, you're glowing and, it, and the passion is showing through. So thank you very much for sharing that with the WP Elevation community. Of course. Thank you for having me. Excellent, excellent. And until next time, go elevate. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did making it. I always love meeting our elevators and hearing their stories and and you can just feel it in their voice that they're so excited about what life is like now. If you want to know more about the WP Elevation Business Blueprint Program, then head over to wpelevation.com. And while you're there, check out the podcast and be sure to subscribe and leave us a review at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. That's really a way that we know and letting everyone else know what the WP Elevation Business Podcast is all about. The more that we can share this podcast with others, the more that the entire industry can kind of rise and reach new levels. Well, until the next episode, go elevate.